Welcome to the Hub Podcast. I'm your host, Chaney Pastor. With me is... I don't have one today. <laughs> I'm lazy schmazy today. I can choose one. I am... Dead air, dead air. Ah, <laughs> Coffee Courtney, I'm Coffee Courtney. There you go. Yeah, a little bit earlier. We're all over the place with these. Yeah. Sometimes they're at 10 o'clock at night. Sometimes they're at... Yeah. 7 a.m. That is the beauty of being able to schedule your own content, though, so you can do it whenever yep. you want. Do you yeah. have anything fun to say? Do I have anything fun to say? No. Any new... New things. What's new, new with you? New. What's new with you? Even though you know I see what? you every single day. <laughs> Here's what I'm experiencing lately. Uh, no, I feel like one thing maybe to talk about is we've been on uh, a little bit more of a lifting heavy phase for the past like week and a half maybe now. Yeah. And um, I was sharing with you today that like it's just crazy how when you have built up this base and the base is so solid of like consistently working out and, you know, having that be just a part of your life that when you do adapt or change up your program that your body adapts so quickly. And like, I can already tell with even in a week and a half, like my body is tighter. It's a little bit more compact. I'm noticing muscles getting, you know, a little bit more full. Uh, so I just think that's cool that, well, I'll probably maybe share more than you will of, you know, progressions with workouts and stuff, but just that, yeah, it's, I, I love how easy it can be when you've put in the work to build the base. I think a large part of it too is just awareness. Like I think people oh, sure. are working out yeah. don't, they're not really aware. Or they're not kind of paying attention to what's going on. There's kind of going day to day to where I think there's a large part where it's just like when you've practiced being aware and paying attention to what's going on, like you notice changes really quickly. You notice that your body feels tighter. You notice that, you know, you maybe have more energy throughout the day or that's something that I always like try to get my clients to think about or to pay attention to yeah. is like when you start to get back into the groove of things, like pay attention to your energy levels throughout the day or pay attention to your, like really focus on what's going on with your body. Like have you noticed that your clothes are fitting tighter or just that your body feels tighter? And um, I think a lot of it's just an awareness thing because people will come in and be like, I just don't feel like anything's working or anything's changing. And we kind of go through some of these things or like, yeah, I guess I do have more energy. I guess my mood is better. Mm -hmm. I am sleeping better. I do feel tighter. So I think a big part is just be aware. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And I feel like we've also been doing more mobility and recovery stuff this time around which has been cool to see like us actually fitting it in and making it a part of the program and doing yoga more and all of those like side things but they're there to assist for a reason and they can definitely yeah. benefit which speaking of that our whole hub mobility program is on our youtube now so go yep. check that out um but yeah that's yeah, how I'm feeling I think lately. the mobility and the stretching stuff for me at least has always been kind of the get to it if I can right to where I'm trying to make it more of like no this is a part of the program it's not a like sometimes I do it sometimes I don't that's those are kind of my um not super consistent things is the mobility and the stretching I'll always go in and lift the weights and I'll always you know do that but it's the mobility stretching that I slack on to where this time around I think 
yeah, we've made it definitely more of a a priority and like a you have to do this, you know, the mobility before the workout and yep. then the stretching afterwards. And even just like our off days are not just like off days. We're doing yoga and stretching and that sort of thing. It's not just a, I don't know, there's more in that. It's definitely more intertwined this time. Yeah, more of a necessity and more of a like, no, this is much as much of a part of the program as the lifting is. Yeah. Not I, Yeah, not like a, if I get to it, it's no, this is just like you wouldn't just, well, if I get to it, I'll do the extra set of squats. It's like, well, no, it's written in the program, so you got to do it. Yeah. Um, I think for me, I, I don't know. I noticed a little bit that I, I mean, it's, like you said, it's only been like a week or week and a half. I feel, I think I've had the intention to eat a little bit more and obviously we're lifting a little bit heavier. So I think just naturally I'm kind of feeling that like the difference of that I feel a little bit heavier or fuller. Um, and I, my strength has gone up a little bit, but yeah, it's only been a week. So yeah. we'll see after we get into it a little bit longer and whatnot. But yeah, it's that rep range that I'm not a huge fan of. So sure. it's, um, I definitely am attached more to the results of it yeah, than, sure. than before of like, oh, this is, I can sit here all day where it's like, no, I want to see myself get bigger and I want to feel myself getting bigger. That's one thing I love. One of my favorite things about doing programs with you is like I really see what pushing it is mm. to where especially with this heavy, I'm like, oh my gosh, I, you, like, I'm so wimpy most of the time. Like I'm like, oh, I'll just sit at this weight rather than like every single set you're going up, every single, you know, like you're really almost passing out as <laughs> you're pushing the weight yeah. that I'm like, sure, I'll just put a 10 on. Like, and that's where I, my natural is to where working out with you, it pushes me to like, okay, no, it's, you know, I got to put, you know, put more weight on or like, don't wimp out on your form or not saying that I would do that, but especially with the, the pushing the weight, I don't naturally lean towards that or like hype myself up enough that I think even just having you watching me and being like, no, you can keep that weight. When I'm sure. like, oh, no, maybe put it down. You're like, no, you did that perfectly. You do not need to take down the weight. Like you're just being a baby about it. Sure. I, I love that. And I think that's something that I I loved that my spark of starting to work out where, the, where it came from was like getting to see or starting to work out with like you guys in the gym, like all of the football players mm-hmm. and seeing how like your focus was get stronger get bigger put on the weight and then i come in there like just for the first time and go oh this is how you work out okay well they're saying push the weight push the weight no slap on some more when you're doing deadlifts i'm like okay i guess this is what we're doing yeah and just i don't know like the way that your guys's brains work that way it was really cool to like oh okay this is a part of lifting too and i can push myself and it can be fine and yeah. see the results of doing that that sometimes it's cool to just like feel that energy again of like oh yeah okay this is like masculine go in there and fuck shit up energy not like oh, i'm just gonna go through the motions yeah well i think there's a like a fear of failure to get over with it too i think there's the definitely like the more feminine masculine difference of like the guys always think they can put more weight on mm-hmm. and they're always going to try to where the girls don't want to do that because they want to you know, they maybe want to be seen as more feminine or they don't want to be the ones grunting in the gym, <laughs> like throwing sure. a bunch of weight around. But I think there's a there's a little bit of like 
if you're new to weight training specifically, there's a little bit of fear of failure to get over, you know, like you're doing deadlifts and you're afraid to like not be able to get it up or even with like chest press or bicep or any of that kind of stuff. Like there's kind of this fear of like, well, what happens if I like can't lift it up? It's like, well, then you can't lift it up. That's <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <laughs> you know, I think it, it's not even the fear of like, oh, what if I can't or looking dainty? Like I loved when I was like, yeah, I'm doing what I think is heavy or you also think it's heavy. Like that is cool. I hated going to the gym with all the guys and like, oh, hit me the 10 pound dumbbells so I can mm. do the curls. Like I, I, I hated that. But I think it is just that fear of like feeling that weight. Like I, I think we've talked about that in a previous episode of like walking up to the bar before you do deadlifts or like feeling the weight on your back when you're doing squats and going like, I have to bend down yeah. and stand up with this weight. Yeah. I think there's just that little bit of fear of like, this is going to be really hard. That's kind of my, especially when I'm doing strength stuff, like I'm, we're in this lower rep range and we're really trying to get stronger and bigger and that type of thing. Like I, I always think like, okay, there's got to be at some point in this workout, at least once where I got to be kind of fearful of how much weight this is because mm-hmm. I'm not pushing it then. Mm-hmm. Like, if I'm putting the, the weight on my back or I'm putting it on the chest press or deadlift or something and I'm like, shit, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this or get this up. Like, I I don't know. For me, it's like I kind of need to have that that moment so I know like, okay, yep, I, I, I tested myself today. I didn't just go through the motions. I, I tested myself. I put this on the deadlift bar and I got to do seven of these and I don't know if I can get five of these. <laughs> so we'll find out. That's such the, like the mental game and we're going to, we should get into the topic in a second, but it kind of flows into this. Like the mental game of lifting is so crazy how like, I, I, don't, I don't know how big of a factor it is. Like for me with this whole lifting heavy right now, I have caught myself so many times going like, well, you can just go a little bit lighter. It's fine. Mm. Or like, like, oh, this exercise, just go, you can go easier on this one because you went hard on the last one or whatever. And noticing myself going like, no, I'm going to stay with the heavy weight. Like yesterday doing front squats. I was like, I want nothing more than to take this weight off of the bar because it just, it's uncomfortable. It doesn't feel solid. It feels like I'm, my form is kind of needing to like figure it out rather than just like feeling solid and i was like no because if i do this now i'm gonna get comfortable doing that yeah with this whole phase of going stronger that i want to beat my mental space or beat my mental game with this because i know that that's going to give me the benefits that i want i know that it's going to get me where i want to be or physically where i want to be or put up the numbers that i want that if you give into the, well, just this time or like, it's like, no, you have to do it and like show up for yourself every single time and show up for the workout every single time. Cause that I mean, is hard to do. It is hard to do. And I think it's, it is the mental game because it's even harder when you're going to the gym consistently and you still don't feel good about it. Mm-hmm. And I think it's probably because of that, because you're going to the gym and you're kind of taking the easy way out each time, each day to where it's like, not only are you doing the thing that you should be doing of going to the gym, but you leave not feeling good about it because you didn't give your best effort and you know that. So it's, there's definitely that part of it of like, sure, you're showing up, you've done a great job of showing up to the gym, but you got to put the effort in now to get that, that kind of mental win each time you leave. And that's like why I say like, 
if I'm doing this, I got to be kind of scared at some point, or I got to have a little bit of fear at some point of like, dang, this is going to be heavy. And I don't know if I can do this because that no, that to me tells me like, okay, yeah, you pushed it. You, you got to that limit today. You, you got to that test today and you overcame it. You kind of went, Oh, I don't know if I should do this. And then I still walked up to the bar, tried to pick it up or successfully picked it up. Um, and I can leave the gym or just be done with the workout going. Yeah. I feel, I feel like, I feel good. I feel like a success because I, I went Mm -hmm. after something that was hard and I, you know, maybe I did fail, but Hey, I tried it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's get into the topic. Um, so we have two kind of combo topics, but it kind of goes into what we're talking about of just like making the most of your workout and going in there with an intention of still being productive and not letting other factors get in the way of your progress main one is just we all have these days where you ran out of time or you know you thought you're gonna have an hour workout and ends up being a half hour or just life happens that I think a lot of us would go oh well there's no point Mm -hmm. like it's not the hour that I had planned so I'm not gonna go or it's not the hour I had planned so I can't you know make the most of it I'll just you know do something that isn't as beneficial or whatever that there are still other ways to attack that issue that can be beneficial, but also um, in some ways, like, I don't want to say more beneficial because it's not more beneficial, but like utilizing it to the fullest potential, not just like, well, I have a short amount of time, so it's going to be fine. I think there's the, and we've talked about this a few times, the all or nothing attitude. Yes. I think I think definitely try to get out of that space of, well, it's either I can do my full workout or I can't do the full workout. Um, something like a little tip that I that I thought of right away was like, if you're usually in the gym for say an hour doing your program or whatever, and you get to this point where you can only do 30 minutes or maybe it's 20 minutes or whatever. Um, my suggestion is to go like still go and do your program, or what you would do, but just, you know, maybe it's four sets of everything go to two sets of everything, still get the full body or whatever, get the variety of the exercises that you're doing, but just like half it, you know, go four four sets, do two, you know, or maybe you can only do one or whatever, but this all or nothing attitude, I think kind of, um, there can be some benefit to it, but I, I think majority of the time it's not, it doesn't help because it's like, yeah, you get done with your your work day or whatever it may be. And you realize that you're not going to have a lot of time to work out and you just kind of go, Oh, I guess not today rather than like, no, I could probably get, you know, five or six sets done and trying to teach or show people like that is, that is beneficial. You are still getting a lot done or getting, getting that stimulus scent and that frequency of you doing this is still going to help that ball continue to roll so that you 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 don't quit on yourself when these times come around like no i i went and did my five sets and that was all i could do today but you know it is what it is and we move on to the next day rather than just like oh nope i can't it's over with i'm done with it because that's gonna snowball then too you're gonna start getting out you're gonna start not going 
for easier and easier reasons then yes well that's something that carly even talked about when we were back home (laughs) she's like it's always the first thing to go right you know she's like oh i'm you know the kids got picked up five minutes later guess i can't go to the gym or like you know like she's she's kind of like saying it extreme but like Oh, Lonnie coughed. She must be getting sick. Guess I can't go to the gym. It's like, right. why is that the first thing that we always go to to like take out? Yet, yep. you know, if it was like, well, we should go to the movies. Like, well, we can make time for that. Yeah. So it's like if analyzing. Yeah, you should... actually not have time. Or are you just saying this is the hardest thing I got to do today? So I'm going to say, oh, I can't make it. I well, can't have it happen. That's why I love. You'll show up to the movies 15 minutes late. But, yeah <laughs> and you'll still stay in line for popcorn and shit and you'll, you'll show up 15 minutes late but you won't show up 15 minutes late to the gym like yeah yeah but i think it's it's also should be seen as hopefully a specialty thing that if you're noticing that man like every thursday i get there 30 minutes late or like my workout has to get shut, cut short maybe that's when you can analyze either your scheduling or like your priorities, are you making time for your working out? Um, but if it is just kind of what we're talking about right now of like, it happens every once in a while, maybe like once a month, you're like, eh, just today is not my day and I got to the gym late or I'm just slower today, whatever. Seeing it as a specialty thing. So then seeing it as how can I utilize this to the fullest benefit in ways that I don't do on a regular basis. So I think of you know, finding ways to maybe practice a lift. Focus. So instead of yeah. broadening of, okay, instead of doing a full workout, which is a great idea. I didn't even think about that. Like just lowering your, you're lowering your sets, but seeing it as, okay, I have a limited amount of time. So I'm going to limit what I'm going to work on and then just really narrow in on it. So isolating that time so that even though I'm only working on maybe one or two things, those two things each get 15 minutes of focus and full attention to it. That, you know, taking something like a squat. Well, okay, that's something that I definitely could spend 15 to 30 minutes on just isolated of like really going through my mobility, going through my, you know, my priming exercises, going through the squats and motions and getting a good squat session. And I mean, imagine doing squats for 30 minutes and doing like 10 sets of squats or 10 sets of deadlifts. That's going to be super, super beneficial and probably something that you are not going to put in time for within your normal schedule that again, going back to the specialty, like seeing it as, Ooh, I get 30 minutes to focus on something that I would not spend 30 minutes on. So in a way you are getting a different benefit to it rather than this is just a substitute because I can't do this. It's a, no, you actually get something better than, you know, what you maybe normally do. Yeah. I think that's a really good point. I think it's maybe the cheesy to say it but like try to look at it as a opportunity of like yeah when are you going to just dial in on one exercise for 30 minutes type of thing like I will I like to do that occasionally just to do it like there's some of these major lifts that need a lot of attention and detail and focus on them Um, things like squats deadlifts lunges i mean any of the the major exercises the um compound exercises i i i want to do it more i haven't done it in a long time but like you said we used to do like a deadlift day yeah it was just one day all you had to focus on was doing deadlifts and you did you know those are so fun we did like eight to ten sets of deadlifts type of thing um doing the same thing with squats doing the same thing with lunges like 
it is tiring. It is exhausting. But kind of like what your point is of, you know, say you usually have an hour. It gets cut short. Just see it as an opportunity of like, hey, I can just focus on one thing today and get good at this skill and get better at it. Because, yeah, you spend 30 minutes on trying to fix your squat or getting better at your squat. You're going to learn so much throughout that day in those 30 minutes that now the next time around you go to do squats, you've learned a whole bunch because sometimes we just get stuck in a rut too of like, this is my program. These are the exercises I'm doing and I'm going to go and do them and you go do them. And you know, it may be great that you're getting your four sets of squats in, but it takes you a total of maybe 10 minutes. Like you don't really get to dive into the exercise and really learn how to do it and the skill of it and maybe see where your ailments are and stuff like that. So I think trying to just switch your brain of like, oh, this is an opportunity for me today. I have only 30 minutes. Instead of being stressed and panicking about how I'm not going to get my workout done, let me just switch it and go, okay, maybe I can pick one or two exercises that I don't feel like I'm good at. And I can go in and, you know, try to figure out and fix the problems with them. Especially when you know, like, that's the only thing you're going to do today. You can kind of, I don't know, I feel like for me, when I think of, okay, I have an hour workout, I'm kind of trying to preserve my energy and balance it out between the whole workout and not just go crazy right away and then none of the other exercises or lifts that I'm doing get my full attention that, you know, if you know, I just have to do this. Mm -hmm. You can focus fully in on the mobility that will go with that, the you know, just the mindset that has to go with that and how you prep yourself and recovery with that, that you can just go, I'm going to go full energy with the squats or with the deadlifts or whatever you choose to do rather than like, well, I need to kind of save it for a little bit of this and a little bit of that, that you might go even harder than you typically do or find new things or push weight than you've never pushed before because you can like fully get into it. Yeah. I think they can be super beneficial. Just seeing them as opportunities and like experimental days you know Mm -hmm. maybe you've been in a certain rep range for a month or so and one of these days comes up and you realize like you know what i have not been feeling good about my deadlift so let me go in and really work on my deadlift um or it can be a thing to try something new you know say you don't really do sumo deadlifts you only do conventional and it's like well i've only got 30 minutes or whatever here's your opportunity now to like go in and just practice sumo deadlifts and really try to figure out the form and figure out you know how to feel it in the right areas and play with the weights a little bit or grip position and you can do this experiment for yourself and then now look you just learned a new exercise and you can add it to your arsenal and now you're just you're broadening your knowledge and you're broadening your your experience of what you can do with this and now you can move forward with a whole new exercise that you didn't weren't able to really do before because you're so stuck in like I got to do this program and it's these four workouts this many sets and yada 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 so you can I mean talk about maximizing like these short times or these times where you don't get a lot of time to work out Um, I think that's a great way to learn a new exercise go in with the intention of like okay I'm gonna learn how to do a lateral lunge I've never Mm -hmm. done them I don't know how to do them I'd like to be able to add them to my program I'm going to go in and take this time to do that. You could learn that in 30 minutes. You could you could really to get the comfortability to apply it. Yeah. And if you want to learn how, we have a video on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that um. was in our last <laughs> personal training one. Um, But yeah, I think if you 
if you know you you want to set a set aside time for your fitness and health there is so much to learn and everything has a benefit that nothing is a waste of time and nothing isn't enough. So if you go, well, it's worth, I have, I mean, even take the extreme of like, I have 10 minutes. I mm-hmm. completely missed my workout time. I'm, I don't even have time to drive to the gym. I'm going to stay home. Okay. Well, you got 10 minutes. You don't think 10 minutes of doing mobility is better than nothing. Doing yeah. 10 minutes of stretching, doing 10 minutes researching, you know, nutrients of foods and what different kinds of recipes you could try or watching one of our videos for 10 minutes. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. there are so many ways to be efficient and effective with your time that even if it isn't what you had planned, it doesn't mean that it isn't worth still taking those 10 minutes to do something, whether it's, you know, like I said, like no matter the isolated time, you can always bring in health and your wellness within it. Even if it's sitting yeah. there and breathing and meditating and taking the time for yourself. Yep. Think of it as a whole, not just, well, it's not my workout, so it's nothing. No, your whole being, like what we talk about, like the physical, mental, and emotional health, take those 10 minutes, take those five minutes to just, okay, this is still me time. So maybe I'm going to listen to music. Maybe I'm going to sit there and meditate. Maybe I'm going to stretch or do mobility. That is still better than nothing than just going, well, I guess I, okay, I'll take 10 minutes and just get dinner done 10 minutes earlier. Like still take that time for you and for your well-being and make it worth, or how do I say it? Like still make it um, effective. Yeah. And I think a priority too, like it's, it's just a a practice also of keeping it a priority. Mm -hmm. You know, even though you may only have 10 minutes, it's way bigger than just doing or not doing the 10 minutes. Like it's bigger than the time frame. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, and it's, it is, it's bigger even than the benefit that you're going to get the physical benefit you're going to get from that 10 minutes. Like you taking those 10 minutes to do that for yourself. Like I said, it keeps that thing a priority. It keeps health and fitness a priority, which when you're practicing that over and over again, it continues to be a priority um, you have less and less of a hard time than getting to the gym or going to the gym or, you know, you do something over and over and over again, it becomes easier and easier to do that. Keep it, keep that ball rolling kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Keep, keep going because as soon as you take that one thing off, like that's, that's one day that you didn't do it and get mm-hmm. it done. And that can snowball into two, into three, into four, into a week, into months. And now you haven't exercised for months or haven't taken that time for months. And now you have to start all over again. To where even that 10 minutes is going to continue to roll that ball down the hill. You have to think of this whole experience of the fitness, health, wellness as you're creating behaviors. You're yeah. creating new patterns, new habits in the way that you live and to create them into a lifestyle or to create them into just the way that you do things that even though it's say maybe the 10 minutes or the 30 minutes, it is creating that behavior pattern and solidifying that behavior pattern to not only everybody around you of like showing your family or whoever you're with of like, this is something I'm prioritizing, but showing yourself again and showing up for yourself. Like I said, with the workout of how many times it could have been like, no, I'm just going to lower the weight because it would be easier. (laughs) It's always easier to not Yeah. that 
even if it might be not your full idea of what you thought your workout was going to be, not letting that stand in the way of the mental shift of I'm still showing up for myself, even if it's for 10 freaking minutes yeah. and I'm creating this behavior pattern, I'm keeping it alive that that is going, you might not have gotten that hour workout, but that 30 minutes that you lost out on is going to pay off for years and years and years down the road because you're creating that behavior pattern that yep. next week you maybe go in for an extra half hour because you know how important it is. Or you may really prioritize that next week when you're like, oh, okay, I got there late. I'm going to make sure that I adjust my schedule so it doesn't happen again. And people don't do that unless you understand the importance of it and you make it a behavior pattern and you put, make the extra effort then I think moving forward. I think you got to think about more than just what is happening right now. Like think about, yeah, years to come type of thing. How do you get to where you want to be years to come? It's by doing this 10 minutes and continuing to do it. Like if you would add up all the times where, you know, you did this all or nothing attitude of, you know what, I'm just not going to go or I'm just not going to do it because it's not enough time. And instead of that, you added the 30 minutes that you would have worked out. You'd probably have hours and hours and hours of exercising added to your, you know, your lifespan that not only would help physically, but would help mentally too. And like mm -hmm. what you're talking about, the behavior pattern, you maybe wouldn't have fallen off the wagon as many times because you still went for those 30 minutes, even though it wasn't the full thing. It's, I think it's, it's like a, it's like a, a, a test. It's a, it's a brain test. Are you going to do it even though it's only 10 minutes or not? There's a win loss thing there. And I think it comes down to effort. Mm -hmm. It's simply just put the effort in and do the 10 minutes because like you said, it's way easier to not do it. It's way easier to go, you know, oh, the cards are stacked against me. Let me just not do it. Then it is to go, you know what? No, I don't care that it's 10 minutes. This is going to add to my total sum of what is helping me. I need to do that 10 minutes. And I think um, it's a lot more valuable than than people really realize or give it credit for. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I'm good on that topic. I'd like to go through just like some of the more specific tips of like, if you are short on time with it. Like so, what extra things you could do? Well, kind of like yeah. what we were saying of like, you know, I suggested the, you know, maybe half it, like instead of four sets, you could do two. You mm -hmm. kind of went to like, um, maybe just choose one, <laughs> choose one and, and focus on one exercise and get really good at it, which yes. I, I really like that advice. I, I like that one because we rarely program that in or we rarely do that of like, I'm just going to spend 30 minutes on this one thing. You know, we kind of would, we would maybe go to more what I'm saying of like, well, I got to get as much done as I can. So I, I like that. I like that advice a little bit more. I also think um, if you're short on time, try to stick more to like full body exercise, your bang for your buck exercises, where you're going to get more moving parts and more things kind of firing and activating, you know, don't go in and like, just do your bicep curls that are part of your workout, go in and do the more difficult ones, do the squats or the deadlifts. Um, because they are full body, you're going to get more benefit out of that, rather than just going and doing kind of the simple ones. So I would suggest that if you have you know, six exercises, pick the one or two that 
you're going to get the most kind of energy expenditure from. I'm going to also suggest if you know like you are not going to get to the gym or like you can just see your day kind of dwindling away rather than isolating say like 30 minutes at a time seeing as like I'm going to take 10 minutes three times throughout the day kind of what we had brought up in one of our recent podcasts of kind of using this all day activity rather than well I go to the gym for an hour and that's just like you know chunked Mm -hmm. in that way using the full day and getting little bouts of exercise that that will also accumulate to more time or maybe even that full hour like that you had planned on because it is easier to fit in 10 minutes five minutes throughout your day rather than 30 minutes all in one yeah some body weight squats or body weight lunges or this is a great way that bands can assist you is if you have like a set of bands at home or in your car or at work to just pop those babies out and you know do some squats with some resistance and it still has a benefit and, to it. And, and I think even if you don't have bands, just do body oh, weight for stuff. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. there's a lot of different creative things that you can you can do dips on a chair and you can do, you know, push-ups on the ground if you're able mm-hmm. to or push-ups on, you know, with your hands on the countertop. Like you can do a lot of different things and like we mentioned in the one of the last episodes of like you do 10 minutes and you do that three times throughout the day. You just did 30 minutes of exercising. And that just, it doesn't seem like a lot. But like you said, it accumulates. Yeah. Um, another thing like kind of like what I brought up is like your recovery stuff. Stuff that we, like we even said that we don't really see as a must. We see it as a, if I get to it. Mm-hmm. So using that as a, okay, you got to it. You have time now. Yeah. That you maybe don't feel like it's worth doing, you know, the lifting stuff that we're talking about. If you really feel like you don't even, can't even drive to the gym, well, you can do mobility anywhere. You can stretch anywhere. You can focus on your mental and emotional health anywhere. So maybe dialing it into the things that you don't typically put the time in towards. Yep. Um, because, I mean, shoot, like 10 minutes of stretching is awesome. 10 minutes of mobility is awesome. Yeah. So, um, yeah, using more of the recovery end of it of maybe addressing some areas or issues that you don't take the time to address typically. That would, I think that's kind of my last point is like, yeah, you see it as an opportunity to be able to do something different. I think that would maybe give you your kind of like best mind switch of it, Mm -hmm. best mental health switch of it of like, like, okay, I can't, I can't get the whole thing done. So let me just, let me just experiment and try something new. And I think you could learn a lot from it too rather than the all or nothing attitude. Yeah, because I think that is something for, I mean, this is more of a a, more of a niche group of people, but you're going to (laughs) waste, I think for people like us, like you could waste so much time just being pissed about the fact that you're not going to get your full workout in, that you just wasted 30 minutes being pissed about it rather than going, okay, we're going to pivot. We don't have time for a full workout, but we can, we know that we can still make this worth those 30 minutes and still make it beneficial and mm-hmm. not a complete you know shit day and just spiral on that yeah 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 next topic is kind of we'll maybe explain it more the title is going to sound kind of jacked up but like why variety in your workouts can be good and also when it can be bad or how we see it being done in a non-beneficial way. 
Yeah, I think I think a lot of times you see extremes of both where it's like somebody either has way too much variety or they have um, not enough variety. And I think the first thing that comes to mind for me with it is like if you have too much variety, you're never able to practice the things like the same exercises over and over again and actually get better at them. That's part of like why you get stronger at certain lifts or why you just get better at the lifts. Maybe technically like your form is better, um, is by practicing that same thing. So if you're doing chest press, you know, you want to do that once or maybe twice a week to continue to get better at it. If you have so much variety where you're only doing chest press, like once every three months, (laughs) You know, you're not able to ever get better at that thing. That's how you get better at things is you practice them and you do them frequently. So um, I think that's kind of a why variety can be bad is like you don't practice the things and get good at them. And then you kind of go, well, why isn't my my bench press getting better? It's like, well, because you only do it, you know, occasionally instead of frequently. Yeah, that's something that. I had no issue with, with working out starting because that's how dance is. It's like, yeah, you start, you know, like th- you're doing the same stuff when you started when you were three years old to present day. Like, yeah, there is just something about the foundation and the classic exercises or movements that like a plie is a plie till you die. Like yeah. you learn that when you're three and you never stop doing that. You never stop perfecting it and mm-hmm. you will never be perfect at it. Same thing with, you know, any major lift of squats, deadlifts, bench press, a curl, like when you just narrow it down to the simplified form of that exercise, you can always get better at it. You can always like tweak things about it and your, um, even your approach to it can change that. I think, yeah, when we stray away from that, we forget about like, no, back to the foundation back to the classics, back to, you know, your, you you could keep those same exercises and just program them differently, adding in different elements or factors. Like we recently talked about of like, you can change your tempo, you can change your weight, you can change your rep ranges, you can change how you do it, but a chest press is still going to be a chest press. Yeah. That finding new ways in that way to alter your workouts, maybe not so much the exercises specifically. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that's something that's not really think about either is we do the variety of exercises topic or thought and we kind of forget about the variety of, well, just changing the exercise itself a little bit, like with the chest press, like changing the tempo or changing the sets and the reps or, um, even just changing like the intention of it. You know, sometimes it's like, okay, I'm going to focus on really squeezing my chest and doing that. And then the next set I'll go, okay, now I'm going to really focus on trying to use as much tricep as I can just to manipulate mm-hmm. and practice and, and work on those things because that's a huge part of bodybuilding or just this resistance training thing in general is like being as connected to your body and your muscles as possible. So when I'm doing calf raises, I am thinking about flexing my calves to lift me up, not just throwing my body up kind of thing you know that's one i think shrugs is like the (laughs) shrugs is like the biggest example of that of people will just like raise their shoulders up 
where it's like, no, you want to think about lifting from your traps. Sure. Not just lift my shoulders up to my ears. Like I'm lifting with the muscles that is supposed to be doing this exercise I'm trying to work on. I think people could think about that more, I guess, is that I'm not just doing chest press. I'm thinking thinking about using my chest and my triceps mm-hmm. to push mm-hmm. this up off, not just throw my hands forward. That's what's so why I think I like lifting a lot is I like perfecting the skills yeah. of things that there's always room for growth. There's yeah. there are so that's why I why dance connects to me so much is yeah. like everything is so intricate mm-hmm. and you have to be aware of all of those intricacies at once to be able to perform the movement correctly that yeah like you brought up the calf raises it's like not only are you just thinking about lifting your heels but you're thinking about articulating through your feet and where is the weight being placed within what toes and the pad of my um the ball of my foot that like where is the weight being placed as I go up? Am I fully extending into that releve yeah. that, you know, like I'm getting the highest like range of motion, even though your range of motion might be <laughs> a yeah. couple inches that reaching that peak of range of motion. And then even when you're there, like where's what's the rest of my body doing? Like, are my legs straight? Am I noticing that I'm squeezing up through my calves or am I using kind of my quads and bending it? And even again, how am I holding the weight? Am I, you know, holding my posture and the structure of my spine is good. Like all of that is in one rep of a calf raise, right. not just like, like you said, throwing your body up. Right. That you can see every exercise that way of there are so many things going on. There is not a single exercise. I feel like, like you even said, calf raises or shrugs, you would think are very simple and mm-hmm. hard to do wrong. No, they're very easy to do wrong. All exercises yeah. are easy to do wrong. But if you can pay attention to the intricacies of it, there are so many ways to manipulate it and stay on track and keep checking yourself that it is like there's so much to worry about. Now you're going to make up exercises or like do different ones like figure this one out first because this is your again, your bang for your buck exercise that kind of like the works. There's still work to be done. I think that's a another negative to having a lot of variety or too much variety is like sometimes you just you're doing stuff that's not really the most beneficial for you. You know, you've maybe seen somebody else doing an exercise or you've kind of come up with one on your own or whatever it may be that um, it's maybe not as beneficial or it's just kind of the same thing, but you've contorted your body in a weird way and, <laughs> and are doing it now. Like, sure. Um, that, that to me would be another negative of variety is like what you're saying, what we're both saying of these lifts and these exercises are so intricate and you can always get better and better at them. Um, toward, for me, I think that's what your focus should be is each rep I'm trying to perfect. I'm trying to have the perfect rep, every single rep, um, that like you take something like chest press, you could do that for a really long time and, and you're still going to be trying to get better and better at it, especially because you start putting more weight on it when you do get better at it. So now it's like the same thing over again. You're trying to get good at this exercise with a little bit more weight. Um, so that to me would be another negative of variety is you just, you get kind of away from these exercises. You get away from perfecting exercises. You start to become mm-hmm. like the jack of all trades type of thing. Well, I can do all of the exercises, but you're not good at any of them. Sure. Well, and I don't know. I think that's just like a weird 
I don't know, a myth. I think that because like when I start working out and I'm working out with, you know, the guys that we went to school with and they're like, every, every workout needs to be different. Like, you know, you got to have mix it up so that you can switch up your stimulus and you're, you know, shocking the body with different things and be like, every workout needs to be different. And it's like, not only does every workout not need to be different or be the same, but like even depending on your goal, the lifts can be the same. The workouts can look the same because you have so many different factors that you can adjust before the exercise. That's something I love about like our program specifically is you can see them written out of each, each program has a different goal and intention yet the exercises within the program besides a few added things or, you know, specified things, they look the same. They just have a different intention and how you do them, how you program them, what order you're doing them in, what rep range, what tempo you're doing that, what weight you're pushing. That is where you're going to kind of send the different signal or shock the body in different ways. It's not, well, I'm going to do a bicep curl, but like you said, I'm going to face away from it and do it like this. Yeah. (laughs) It's like stick. I know I just went into all the like, they're so intricate and there's so many different ways to do it, but simple, simple, simple. Yeah. Is better. Yeah. I mean, realistically, you could do, you know, the major compound lifts and you, you could be a healthy person. If you get went in and did those every day, you just practice getting better and better at those. Like you're going to you're going to probably be healthy and you're going to be fit and active and whatever. Obviously, there's a lot more that goes into it of like diet and all that type of stuff. But like you could you could do the same thing for 40 years and Mm -hmm. still be pretty fit but that kind of leads me to the the other end of the spectrum of like why variety is good is we talk about all the time of your body's an adaptive machine if you're sending the same thing over and over again your body's just going to get complacent because it knows well this is what we do and your body will start to form a structure around what you're doing and then it'll just stay that way. So if you are looking for aesthetic goals, you're looking to, you know, look a different or a certain way, um, doing the same things over and over and over again and never switching it up is going to be a detriment to you because your body's formed around what you're doing. Mm-hmm. In order to change that, you got to change what you're doing, which then you might ask like, okay, maybe I'm at the aesthetic goal that I want to be. I'm how I want to look for the rest of my life. Why do I need to change it up? And that's because... If you don't, if you don't have variety, like you may start to have ailments, then you're, you're repeating the same, um, I don't want to say damage, but you're repeating the same just movement patterns, movement patterns over and over and over again, um, without potentially like doing any mobility or lengthening, stretching, um, doing different movement patterns. You're just kind of repeating the same thing over and over again, that that's where injury can occur. And that's where. Like that's what happens a lot of the time in sports or in NFL is these injuries aren't because of like damage. Somebody gets hit and it hurts and it breaks or whatever. A lot of the times it's because of overuse. It's because they've done the same things over and over again for how many years or even just how many months at a very intense level that like all of a sudden your Achilles just pops and goes because you've you've done the same movement pattern mm-hmm. over and over and over again that you've actually kind of wore it down and deteriorated it that it just goes to where that can be kind of the same thing you're doing 
if you're not adding variety to your exercises or to your workouts is you're really just beating it down rather than like, okay, I'm going to do this rep range for a little while. And then I'm going to switch to this. Cause kind of like what you said, um, one of the last podcasts is you do heavy, heavy weight. All of a sudden my joints start to hurt. Well, there's a good sign of, okay, I need to switch up and do something else. Now you've kind of dialed it down to, I need to change up my rep range to where it might be other things of like, you're doing squats every single day. All of a sudden my knees hurt. It's like, well, maybe you just need to not do squats for a little while because you've gotten to this point where now it's, it's, um, irritation and it's inflammation in the knees and all this type of stuff. You need to switch it up and do something, maybe go to lunges or like a step back lunge or a lateral lunge, do something else to give yourself a different movement pattern and to strengthen in areas that you may not be strong in. Well, and that's another reminder too of, like I said, beating it into the ground, but beating this topic into the ground of there are already so many other factors that you can adjust rather than the exercise itself. But then continuing with the exercise of there are different ways to do the exercise that are still the classics. Like you can do a squat, but maybe adjust your stance. Like I typically go very narrow where I'm going to get a benefit if I just go a little bit wider out and turn my feet out because then that's going to activate, you know, maybe a little bit different of areas or I can see, oh, I'm not as good in this area. So I need to work on mobility for this area that I wasn't aware of before or doing lunges and just focusing on what foot am I pressing off of? Am I using a little more of my quads? Am I using more of my hamstrings? Like there are ways to manipulate the exercise of you're still doing the basic exercise. You're still doing the classics, like I like to say. Yeah. But you are sending a different signal, which is then your variety and where that can be beneficial and um, bringing in something that you don't typically do um, without making up exercises. It's like there's enough variety already. Yeah, there really is. And I think there's, it, we're we're kind of at a point now where yeah it's hard to find it's hard to find uh, new exercises that are as beneficial or um, are even needed like that's what's kind of yeah. kind of funny is like we're kind of at this we point got them all. <laughs> yeah it's kind of this point in fitness industry where it's like we have pretty much everything we need and we're learning more and more stuff you know knees over toes guy like that that type of mobility stuff is okay and it's good for you um. So we're learning more of that type of stuff. <laughs> so for, is that like his handle? I think, yeah. Oh, knees. Oh, okay. I thought- <laughs> <laughs> you thought I was just like, that's what I named him? Yeah, what? like knees over toe guy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> knees over toe guy. Um, but we're, we're kind of good with like the, the exercises. And I think we tend to overthink that part of it of, well, they say variety is good. So yeah, let me do this bicep curl upside down and, you know, whatever. It's like... <laughs> No, there's enough different bicep curls. It's just, you know, don't program it the same every time. Don't go in and do, you know, five reps of this thing every single time you go in and do it. Like switch it up and do 15 or, you know, maybe it is like you never do hammer curls. So now you're just going to grab it and do hammer curls. Like there's a lot of variety in these exercises already. You just need to expand and do them. But kind of like what you're talking about of you still need to do the classic like you want your biceps to get stronger or bigger, you do, you do curls. It doesn't matter what type of curl necessarily, you do curls. You mm-hmm. want to get your legs stronger, 
you do squats like mm-hmm. it's it's a pretty simple equation in that sense um but where variety can help is a big thing of what we talked about and i think the last episode is breaking through plateaus like if you're at a aesthetic place or a strength place um and you can't get you can't get past it adding more variety to your exercises is what could help because you clearly have some weaknesses in some areas you know maybe my legs i'm really good with forward and back or i'm i'm good at like for me specifically my quads suck and my quads are what is not helping my squats the reason my, i can't get stronger in my squats is not because of my hamstrings or my glutes those are very strong it's my quads so i need to go in and do more quad exercises so then i can come back to the squats and make that exercise be able to put more weight on mm-hmm. yeah so i think all in all the the theme of this whole podcast whether it was talking about the variety or not doing a variety or the you know shortened workout is there are so many ways to make you know difference beneficial and there is something awesome about just the keeping it very very simple and isolating things or um like there are so many ways that if you're feeling bored or you need to mix it up don't feel like you have to go extreme just you know maybe just do it a little bit differently or focus on things that you typically don't focus on and um hopefully that gets you feeling like you don't need to go crazy mixing it up and um you see the benefit of doing that yeah and i think take the pressure off you know yeah it's it's okay that you didn't get the full workout done today's not the only day of existence like you'll get back on track and or um, if you feel like i'm doing the same workout over and over again just see it as like i'm getting really good at this (laughs) yeah i'm practicing this thing and if you see it as that is if you see lifting as practicing You probably wouldn't have this fear of, oh, I'm doing the same thing over and over again. Just like a skill. If if you practice golf every single day and practice your swing, you would see that as I'm practicing my swing and that's a good thing. Same with I'm practicing my squat. So the more I do that and the more consistently I do that, I'm getting better at that skill. Yeah, exactly. Not like, well, I need to switch up my golf swing. No. (laughs) Right, right. Exactly. All right. I think that's good for me. Cool. Like and subscribe to the channel. Uh, follow our Facebook page at, no, that's not a thing. Follow our Facebook page, The Hub Fitness, our Instagram at the hub underscore fitness. Email us at the hub dot the hub fit dot crew, crew at gmail.com. Thank you for watching. See you next time. <laughs>